Rolling and Ramblin', episode 166, with Steve Bertrand. Happy 2024, this is the first episode of 2024. I finally have discovered a few more things that have reinvigorated me to the point where I think I can really bring value in this podcast. And if we get new listeners at this point, that's awesome. I was going to roll out a whole new podcast and a whole new social media and all these different things when, in all fairness, I can just use all the same stuff because it's always been me. There's never been this massive brand around everything that I've done. You know, for me, in my own head, I've always done rolling motivation, which was just motivational goal setting type stuff. I wanted to be the Tony Robbins in a wheelchair was the original goal. And then that sort of just morphed into all the videos and YouTube and all that kind of stuff that you see. And then you've got We Hate Stairs, which is accessibility consulting that I did for a while. And then, you know, there had been some social media management for other companies uh, on a really, really super small scale. And, you know, as most of you know, I've gone from job to job while I'm doing this. And then I ended up getting a job with the government, which I'm super duper happy about. I actually really like that job a lot. And so it became this journey of, of finding what I wanted to do to be happy and, and, and continue to build my happiness. Cause I had one of my all time sort of, I call Jordan, I'm calling you out. Um, my, one of my number one supporters on this podcast, if not the number one supporter, as far as like listening and enjoying everything that I have to say and give me good feedback and stuff like that. And we talked a while back just on the phone about the fact that you felt I could really give people some tips and some, some insight into really how to actually be happy. And I've had one other friend, friend Carl, who's been on this podcast before, um, tell me that he's watched me create my happiness and create a complete change in my life in the last 18 to sort of 24 months, last couple of years, really. And, you know, it really started to come to fruition, like, sort of mid-2023, right? You know, it kind of started December 2022, um, you know, because I had started meditating January of 2022, and then through there, I got things moving with, like, the new job at TD, the fresh start there. I met my girlfriend, and then eventually, like, the, the sort of really the kickstart was for in, this, in sort of September, November, December of that year. I bought my motor for my car, which really was midlife crisis, but also just sort of brought that fire back in me about, you know, wanting to do some stuff for me, live the next 40 years of my life. For me, I sort of lived it in this fog of of trying to to be the version of myself that other people wanted me to be without telling me they wanted me to be that. And I think 
through this last year, especially 2023 was a fantastic year for me. I mean, we had a couple of good trips like for, uh, me and Tara and, uh, her son. And, you know, we were able to go to, um, monster trucks and, and I went and saw Deepak Chopra and then, you know, I've got my new job in the government, which is the best job that I've had. And through this whole process, since January 6th of 2022, I've been meditating. I've been meditating every day. Uh, I started out at 10 minutes and I uh, went to 15 and 25 and 35 and 45. And any iteration in between that, the longest I've sat down for is an hour and 45 minutes in one session. Now, am I sitting here and telling you that you should sit down right off the bat and try and go for an hour and a half? No, I'm actually even telling you, you probably might not even be able to sit for 10 minutes. You probably would have to do five. But when I look at really what what makes me happy now, and it sounds super cliche, and obviously I still want the money and the success and all the things because I have big goals. I've always had big goals and I've kind of put them on the back burner because I just, I didn't know what it was like to feel genuine happiness until essentially, it feels weird to say, but genuine happiness really didn't start coming into my life until 2023. So essentially like 40, 41 years old, basically 41 years old, I can say that I'm consistently happy. I had this sort of revelation when I was talking to my mom and I can share this stuff with mom because she can see how happy I am now and, and that things are different. And I didn't, I wouldn't have known in the moment how to articulate this or contextualize this or whatever you want to say, but for most of my life, leading up to when I started meditating and was consistently in meditation. Like it wasn't just right at the beginning. I started feeling better. It's a long process, like going to the gym, like exercise, like diet, like all those things. I, I never had great control of my brain. I was always driven and motivated, but it was always for the wrong reasons. It's always because of my insecurities. I went into every project thinking that it wasn't going to do well. Look at this podcast. On average, when I was doing it consistently, I was having, you know, I think the most I've ever had listened is, you know, I think like 35 or 40 at a time, you know, and there was this, you know, there's this big push in my brain that you want to be a podcaster and have hundreds of thousands of listens and, and sponsorship and do the whole thing and, and all of that. And it's a good thing that it didn't turn out that way. Because I think I would have hated it. I don't know, essentially, whether I would have hated it fully. I probably would have, just like every other job, not liked it as much on certain days. But I wasn't ready to be a podcaster full-time. I wasn't ready to put the work in the same way I am now. Because my goal now, because I have a good job is truly just to help people. And I think in order to do that, you really have to be able to live that thing you're going to talk to people about. And I know this is going to sound, I'm, I'm getting ready to sound like I'm starting a sort of, sort of religious deal, but I'm not. 
what I want to talk to people about is meditation. So this is a good time. Putting this out makes me uh, be forced to have to work on it harder. But meditationdummy.com. So that's M-E-D-I-T-A-T-I-O-N-D-U-M-M-Y.com will be where um, there'll be a bit of a landing page. Eventually, I think it's probably going to be a resource. I don't really know how it's going to come out yet. Um, it's just me bashing together a website like like a monkey in the zoo with a stick and a rock. Like I'm really not good at website design. Um, but I'm just putting together a landing page. It's probably just in the interim going to be leading to PayPal. Um, possibly might do a little Patreon type thing. Um, but I'm essentially just going to offer classes, uh, on zoom. Uh, and, um, I want to be able to make it really, really, really affordable for people and, and make them want to come and join my class. So The initial price I was thinking about was 20 bucks a class, but I think for the beginning of everything, I think we're just going to make it super easy and we're going to go, uh, we're going to go with five bucks, five bucks a class. You, you pop on zoom, you give me the donation, you can send me an e-transfer, you can do whatever you need to do. And, and then we'll, um, we'll go from there. So you're going to see something come out in terms of, in terms of that very, very shortly. I'm currently, as soon as I put this phone down and close this podcast out, that's what I'll be working on is that landing page to bring this information out to people. Um, I've also, as some of you know, uh, just update wise that I've officially hit the lowest weight that I've been in a lot of, in a lot of years. Anybody that's been listening to this podcast long-term knows that I started Weight Watchers in January of 2023 uh, actually January 20th and I've lost, I had lost, I went from 226 pounds to 185 pounds and then didn't weigh myself for a while. And at the beginning of December went back up to 189, which was still awesome because that's the point where I realized I really had created a new identity and I really had created a new life for myself in terms of not going back up to that other weight. Like a lot of people lose a lot of weight and they yo-yo back up to the weight that they were before. And I wanted to make sure that I changed my own view of myself. So I never went there again. Do I still have bad days where I eat too much and where I do a lot of different things? Yes, but consistently I'm making good choices and that's what I want to be able to do for the rest of my life. Not just with that, but with everything else. You can have some fun, you can make some errors, you can do some different things, but consistently you make wise choices. And then like your sort of net contribution to your own life is for the good. So meditation since January 6th of 2022. Weight Watchers since January 20th of 2023. And a couple Saturdays ago, I think it was, I don't know what day it was. 
uh, I think it was maybe the 20, it was a couple Fridays ago, so it was the 25th, because it was the day before the Royal Rumble. Um, I weighed myself when I was 184, so I'm officially down 42 pounds. And that was the moment when I realized that as much as we want instant gratification and we've got all these YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and TikTok videos and all this different stuff, see all these entrepreneurial bros selling courses and telling you how to do all these different things, the reward for the consistency is not only the result, but how much you have to change and, and be willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do, at least in your own head. Jim Rohn always had a quote that said, make a million dollars, not for the million dollars, for, but for the person you have to become to make the million dollars. And I always knew that quote. I always understood it, but now I really understand it. It's the process. Tony Robbins was talking about it on the Ovad podcast the other day. Um, you know, I've talked previously about other self-help gurus and, and you know, I wouldn't necessarily put David Goggins in this category, but his whole, you know, doing something every day that, that sucked, like those types of things. Um, and just over the last two or three days, it's actually three days now. Uh, this is a Saturday, but... The last three days, I decided instead of just getting up and flopping around into the shower and 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 barely moving, just being a zombie, I wanted to get up and I I pre-order uh, my Tim Hortons tea and a hash brown from from Tim Hortons. One hash brown without any ketchup or anything on it is four points with the old Weight Watchers, so I can do that. Then I come back, I've had a couple sips of tea, I've had a good strong wheel from me, it's two or three blocks over in the corner, it's a 22 minute round trip, but it wakes me up and it gives me a bit of exercise early in the morning, come home, have a shower, head to work, uh, and I can start my day with more of a an awake brain right off the bat. And... I don't like getting up in the morning, so forcing myself to get up in the morning is a massive thing, but my girlfriend, I think in just in passing, you know, when people say things that will forever stick in your mind, we had, her and I had been talking about my morning routine and being a couple minutes late for work here and there. And, and, you know, like it's, it's not a, it's not a deal breaker in terms of, in terms of, um, like work and all those different types of things, like just a few minutes here and there, nobody even notices. But the point is, is there's absolutely no reason why I, I need to be that rushed and 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 sort of blasting through the door to, to make it. Like I should be able to be getting to work every day sort of easily and without such panic a lot of the days. And she said to me, you've been meditating every day for like more than two years. you can figure out how to get out of bed in the morning. You can get a better morning routine. And I just thought like, oh wow, she's so right. right? Like I've 
you know, and it was her help with the with the Weight Watcher stuff and the meal prep, and and she's done well herself, and you know, her journey's her journey, so I don't talk about that very much, but myself, you know, I still stayed committed to this for as long as I have, and and I've lost forty two pounds in just over a year, in thirteen months. My first twenty pounds came off in the first month, and the other twenty two came off twelve months after that. So thirteen months total, forty two pounds, pretty awesome. Meditation every day since January sixth of twenty twenty two is like seven hundred plus days. You can build the habit of becoming an early riser. You can build the habit of doing anything. The biggest part of meditation is it helps you relax, but it also helps you start controlling the flow of thoughts in your mind. People have this misconception that meditation just takes away your thoughts and your mind becomes blank. There's been moments where that's happened, and I don't think it happens as often as people says it does. I think people feel like it's blank because they're focusing on their breath in and out and the mantra and those types of things. And the longer you meditate, the easier it is to flop into a state of like relaxation and, and, and depth. And then you're in a position where your mind is less active. And so there might not be as much floating around. Whereas like when you're active and in the moment, there's so many thoughts floating around in your conscious and subconscious, the things you're focusing on, the things you're not focusing on. Your brain is constantly bringing things in through the reticular activating system. It's, uh, you know, processing information and deleting things that it doesn't think is relevant, you know? So it's, it's doing a lot of stuff while you're awake. And when you're in a state like that, it's almost like it's in between being awake and dreaming. So when you get good at it, it can, it can have massive benefits. But it's a muscle you got to build. You got to go from five minutes to 10 minutes to 15 minutes to 20 minutes to 25, half an hour, 45 hour, hour and a half. Now, I'm not ever going to recommend to anybody that they need to consistently meditate for 60 minutes or anything like that to get any benefit. But the fact of the matter is, you got to start somewhere. And what I want to give people is a good base on how I meditate and how I think. A lot of people are overcomplicating the process and it doesn't require going into a quiet place where you're on a mountain in a robe in an ashram or anything like that. It's simply how do you find a fairly quiet space where you are because there's always noises in the background, street, window, birds, maybe an animal, uh, kids in the bedroom or in another bedroom, something like that. But how do you find you, how do you carve out five to 10 minutes for your own mental health every single day and build that habit? Because the meditation started, and then a year later, I started the, the the Weight Watchers. Being skinnier and in better shape and all that stuff had been a goal of mine for ever. And it happened in the most awesome way that I would have never expected. And it required me being in a relationship. The relationship was the goal. I didn't, I didn't put on my Plenty of Fish profile that I wanted a relationship with a girl that was going to help me do Weight Watchers. Like none of that happened. The, through through the change of who I, I saw myself as through meditation was more powerful than, than any of the self-help stuff and all the books that I read and the seminars that I've been to. Do they all help? Do they all have, have their place? Absolutely. Am I a 
concoction, a cocktail of self-help in order to build this person that I am here today? Absolutely. But meditation was a giant, 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 giant part of it. And it, it really, really, really helped my happiness. So I want to pass that on to people and I wanted to just give people an update. So to recap, as the start of 2024, we are launching meditationdummy.com very, very shortly. So see that on the old Instagrams at rolling motivation on, on Instagram, uh, YouTube's rolling motivation, um, I'll do a link from rollingmotivation.com. I'll probably do another link from wehatestairs.com. Anywhere that you can find me, you're going to find a link to this when it's ready to go. And I hope you join me for a quick 5-10 meditation sesh. Um, I'm going to be trying to do at least a couple classes a week. I'm thinking probably um, maybe Tuesday, Thursdays at like 6.30 p.m. type thing. Um, trying to do in between dinner and bedtime for people with kids, stuff like that. And then there's going to be a weekend one, most likely like at 10 o'clock on a Saturday or Sunday. Um, we're going to play around with that a little bit. We'll see what kind of interest there is. But uh, you're going to see that very, very soon. And anybody that uh, is still supporting this podcast, I really appreciate you. Love y'all. And uh, make sure you share this out because we're going to have a bit more consistent content on here. And uh, if people want it, I think we're going to maybe run through a live meditation on the podcast that you can then follow uh, without having to do a class. So there you go. Episode 166, the Rolling Rambler podcast with Steve Bertrand. Thanks.